0: Hello, welcome to this week's episode of If You're Happy Do You Know It. This week's guest is comedian and sports broadcaster Mark Smith, who is from Derby, hence the voice. He's also super, super funny, although you wouldn't necessarily think it from some of this podcast where he seems like he hates a lot of stuff, but I feel like we get through the pain and we get to the end and everyone is happy at the end of it. If you enjoy this episode or any of the other episodes, in fact, please do subscribe, review, rate, all that kind of stuff that people say on these sorts of things. Enjoy it. Have a lovely day. Bye. Congratulations to you, Mark Smith versus the people. How are you today? Uh, Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Welcome to the podcast arena. Now, obviously, we've spent the last two hours chatting anyway, so this will just be an extension of our... I've been recording everything. Um, The podcast is about (laughs) happiness and what it means to individual human beings. Why have you got me on, then? Because you're a miserable bastard. Oh, right. So you... you,
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: I want to know why... Yeah. No, it's about like what's happiness. What in your life makes you happy? What doesn't make you happy? What do you think it is? How do we obtain it? How do we get involved?
1: Was I expected to research for this? No, God no. No. Okay. I
0: don't know anything. I say this a lot. I don't know anything. I'm no expert in this. No, I know. I am just genuinely fascinated by the concept of the, the, the meaning of happiness. Because I think, first of all, it's subjective. Second of all, does it really exist? I don't know. The jury's out. And third of all, it's actually a preoccupation of the modern age that, that preoccupies the lot of us.
1: Searching for it.
0: Yeah, searching for it. And I think, you know, America, the country, sums it up more than anything. The pursuit of happiness. Mm. The pursuit. Uh-huh. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So they want. They say basically, inalienable rights are life, yep. definitely, definitely, liberty, but not happiness. Only the pursuit of it. You're not entitled to be happy, but you are entitled to look for it. Have you seen the film, The Pursuit of Happiness? Yeah. I love that movie. Do you? Will Smith can do no wrong, as far as I'm concerned.
1: You seen Hancock? Yeah. You still stand by that?
0: I love that movie. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, I love dave Firth. Yeah.
1: All right. <laughs> I love Will Smith as well. Yeah. Um,
0: I met him last year. Really
1: oh, nice. listen to this. Yeah. What, two minutes into the podcast?
0: Excuse me, I'll just pick that name <laughs> up. Become, yeah. He become, doesn't remember me, obviously. Of course he yeah, yeah. doesn't. He was drunk, was he? Some,
1: uh, high on drugs, was he? Drunk?
0: He was so drunk. Like um, Hancock,
1: that's the reference there. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> he was so high, so drunk. so sw- No, he was great. He was, um, we were doing some behind-the-scenes additional help for Aladdin. Oh. And he was doing some genie stuff.
1: Who was writing for that? Nick Dixon was writing some stuff for uh, for Aladdin, for Will Smith on that might have been on Aladdin. I'm not sure. I
0: don't know.
1: Uh, anyway, these are big questions you've asked me early doors. I mean, I know. What, well, what,
0: what is yeah. what is happiness? Is that the first one? Yeah, 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 yeah. I t- it's not an interview. It's like that's what I kick no. off with, and then you just you you just tell we just talk really.
1: Well, what do you think it is? When are you? When have you been happy?
0: Uh, I had a happy childhood. Yeah. I think actually... But does that mean
1: you, you were, during your childhood, were you thinking, this is great? now? that's a very
0: interesting point. That's come up before, like, the idea of knowing, of recognising it when it comes along, right? That's a big one. But well, I guess sort of mindfulness is, isn't it? Yeah, and I think, yeah, because actually happiness is probably something you see in hindsight. Like, on that holiday last year, I was happy. I was, actually. It was a nice holiday.
1: Why do you say that holiday like I'm supposed to know it?
0: Well, no, no, that's like I was generalising, and then I was, oh, right. being, I was attempting humour. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um Where were you on holiday last year? Out of interest. Uh,
0: the one I was just thinking about was in was this time last year, and I was in Tennessee, and then I was in. Um, we went flew up to Boston, and then we did like a a full tour of.
1: So you had a busy. New England. Okay, so you had a busy uh, a busy holiday. Yeah. And you say looking back on it, that
0: was back you really on happy. It, happy times during it. During it, yeah. I was actually I. I'm getting better and better. Actually, I think at being enjoying stuff, being in the moment, enjoying oh, yeah, stuff. I can't do that.
1: Yeah, because even that, even that, like, you know, you're in Tennessee. Yeah, went up to Boston. Yeah, there's lots of things in that which are just inherently stressful. And, <laughs> yeah, aren't there? They're, they're the start, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, you're doing a road trip or whatever. I don't know how you did it, but you're yeah. packing and you're getting shit together and you're sorting things and you're booking a hotel. Whatever it is, yeah, it's like there are things you have got to do. You don't just unless you're on a beach doing fuck all for two weeks.
0: That would stress me out and more in yeah, yeah. yeah, that brings
1: its own problems in yeah. that I don't feel like I'm achieving anything.
0: Yeah.
1: Um... I don't think I'm ever happy. <laughs> I, I just look back and go, yeah, that well, that wasn't absolute agony. <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> that, that was fine
0: yeah that was an absolute agony so that's what we're str- that, that's that, you should have put that in the American constitution really mm-hmm. the pursuit of maybe not agony not absolute agony yeah not absolute yeah it's still a lot of agony
1: But, but do you know think, man I, but,
0: I don't know what but, is it to me uh, do you know you're the first person to ask me hmm. on the podcast I'm, I'm stumped what is it to me I think it's a collection of things so like my wife I go on about it all the time she'd be livid my wife makes me so happy. Oh, for God's sake. I know, I know. Oh, it's that sort of she podcast, feels, is it? Yeah, it's that sort of... Wank, Are you welling
1: up? It? Are you crying?
0: I cry most of <laughs> the... I did cry. There's tears in the first episode, actually. Um, yeah. uh, she makes me really happy. My cats make me really happy. Like, genuinely, yeah. I go, fucking hell, they're so great. They're so great. I love them.
1: What do you mean they make you happy? Well, they make they you make smile? F- they, they, they make you content? I suppose or they're, they're, smiling they're, they're is a part a of a puzzle which, which makes you content? A cat can't make you happy. A cat can make you feel elated or like joyful, pleased to see, yeah, joyful. Yeah. Okay, so then we have maybe different ideas on what happens. Well, we're is. Just
0: trying to define it. So, well, that comes back to my initial question, really. How are you defining it then?
1: I, I think it's sort of too conceptual to really. Yeah. It's too many things coming together. Like, I don't really know what it means. It's so I think you can be content with things like your career for mm-hmm. example you can be like well that's going well at the moment and yeah. maybe home life is going well your relationship with your wife or whatever is going great mm-hmm. uh you're in a place you like living in yeah. these are all things that probably combine to make you happy but i don't ever feel like oh i'm happy now i just feel like no. you just i feel maybe i feel most content when i'm busy with work
0: right but still doesn't
1: I don't know what happiness. I don't know what your, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what no. what happiness
0: is. I think that's that's why the podcast has legs because no one's yeah. taking that. <laughs> is, it, it, is it is it
1: <laughs> really is happiness really a a concept that is something that we see more in films and yeah books and cards and yeah. we think well that's that happy is this sort of general thing but yeah, is it yeah. it's not with the rise of people also talking about mental health which mm. is it's a really good thing that people are doing that more
0: yeah yeah i think it's very intrinsically tied into that yeah, yeah.
1: but there's not like happy or unhappy no to me there's just, there's fucking myriad oh
0: yeah, yeah things yeah.
1: going on yeah. and i don't know i don't i i would agree with you that yes i had a happy childhood but mm-hmm. i don't know what that means
0: I guess it's well. It's the absence of unhappiness is perhaps. Defined. Yeah, right, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, like you said, you know, it's not complete fucking agony. <laughs> I mean, how do I define my happy? Absolute childhood? agony. I said. I got on really. Yeah. I could I got on really well with my parents. Yeah. I mostly got on with my brother, unless he hated me. But that was probably my fault. Um. Uh, it was good. You know, I, I was very, very uh supported and and yeah. privileged and went on nice trips. I said the, as a the exact
1: same thing for me.
0: Yeah. So. But yeah, it's definitely something I think you define in hindsight. It's very... Although, I'll tell you what, last night we were sat on the couch and, and the Great British Bake Off was on and Danny went, I am so happy right now. Like, she recognised That's it nice. in the moment because yeah. she was like, we were comfortable, it was warm, uh, she loved that show, and she was high on cocaine. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, she was really high, actually, yeah. a lot of coke. Yeah, she sounds like she was, about, yeah. 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 But man, I don't know, it is a myriad of those things.
1: Well, when was the last time you actually sort of said that? I'm really that you realised and you went and you said something. Or you didn't say anything, but you just had a realisation, hey, I'm really happy at the minute.
0: Uh, it, I'm annoying because I do... It does get on my mind a lot. And I, I'm really right. weird because I, yesterday I was like, I am so desperately depressed in this moment
1: yeah.
0: of like what I was thinking about and what was occurring to me. But at the same time... But then literally I went home and walked in the door and I was happy again. But I, I was quite... I recognised it. Yeah. But maybe I'm just... I'm super woke right now, baby. <laughs> I'm super woke. Uh, I don't know. There was a moment a couple of weeks ago, I've mentioned this so many times already on the podcast, but I was stroking the cat, and yep. he looked so happy because he's not happy because he doesn't have enough cognition to be... to recognise the difference. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> maybe that's my problem. He was... Yeah, that's, that's what it is. But he was like... Uh, all he wanted was for me to stroke him on his head. Yes, and I was doing that. Right, and therefore all the things that he uses instinctively to show pleasure—purring, yeah. slowly wagging his tail, um, closing his eyes—like all those basic cat stuff that he was doing. I was like, "That's what it really is."
1: All right, then. So, what's what is your equivalent of having your head scratched?
0: Actually, I really like having my head scratched. Right.
1: Funnily enough, so this is exactly the same.
0: Yeah, that and weirdly, that would be the opposite. Is that why your tail slowly
1: wa- wagging yeah, around? Yeah, yeah, that's what's doing it
0: now. That would be the opposite for my wife because I'm like scratch my head, and she hates having to scratch my head. But right, I love it.
1: So the like yin and yang, isn't it? i got both a very itchy head. Yeah,
0: scalp, An itchy scalp. I don't know, Al. I
1: don't know what any of this means. I don't, I don't know if I'm. I'm not unhappy. No. What was the second part of the question?
0: Oh, there's no question. Maybe that's the point.
1: Well, I think about things like what what is traditionally people talk about the happiest days of their lives. What what are Well, they?
0: I suppose they sum up their life experience. So you go, okay, well, do I like my job? Because you do a lot of time doing your job, right? Yeah. People do. One does. Okay. And if you don't like your job, well, you're spending an awful lot of time doing something you don't like. So potentially that's quite unhappy, right? Mm-hmm. It's quite an unhappy life. Do I like my f- the way my family up currently is? So when yeah. I go home from job, what's the, the
1: other half is. of my life like? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is so that work making So work and me happy? non-work. So if you and the you know people talk about the work-life balance and all yeah. that stuff, is that is that balanced well enough?
1: Okay, but what about specific things, totems of someone's life that are supposed to be happy, like wedding day, right? Yeah, wedding day. How Just was your wedding day? My wedding day, I didn't like it. <laughs> didn't enjoy it. I, didn't enjoy, I don't like weddings that much anyway, but like my wedding
0: yeah.
1: was so sort of me and Lucy. Yeah. We were both like.
0: I'm going to get Lucy on here next we were week. Too, but we were
1: happens. too concerned with if people were enjoying it yeah. to, to, to enjoy it ourselves. It. Yeah. And so we have like a separate group of friends anyway. We don't really have much sort of overlapping. Right. So when all of a sudden you, your sort of worlds are colliding, I'm not going to be relaxed. Mm. I'm going to be thinking, oh, I hope. You know, my grandma's getting on well with... Yeah. The world's colliding. It's not... I didn't find it a fun thing. If you have lots of shared friends, then it's different. But we didn't, and Hmm. we were sort of a little bit stressed out. And afterwards, we were like, fuck, we're not doing that again. Yeah, yeah. Stick with it. Yeah, I don't want to ever do any of that shit again. The wedding was great, but I didn't really enjoy it.
0: It's funny you should say that, because I would have thought I'd be more like that myself because mm. I hate large, large gatherings of people. Yeah. I hate social events. I hate being the centre of attention. Definitely. Unless I can wear clown makeup.
1: Well, so do I. Which sounds mad because I'm a stand-up, but I, I do not like being centre of attention. Yeah. Unless it's a professional sense.
0: And I guess, but as a stand-up, in a way, you're still playing a character. You, yeah. You can still separate yourself a bit. He might be called Mark Smith, but when you stand on stage and do material... yeah you're playing a characterised version of Mark Smith, so...
1: Yeah, apart from my job, I can't think of anything worse than talking to a room full of people yeah, and saying, hey yeah. guys, look, look over here. Yeah, that is yeah. not me at all. At yeah. all. So the wedding thing played into that. I don't like being centre of attention. Yeah. It's not on my terms.
0: Definitely. I
1: mean, first, no one's really looking at you, because you you know, people are looking at the bride. Mm. But you are still the other half of it, and you are like... Yeah, we and actually party. I felt
0: surprised that actually they kind of are looking mm. at you. You think that and you go, no, they really are. And actually, when I've been to other people's weddings, so I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely looking at the groom as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, we're quite a traditional weddings, so we had like a top table and stuff. Right. And so we sat there, and I'm just all the way through it, just
0: like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe this. here's where the line is everything about the suggestion of what a wedding is, and mm. I hate going to weddings as well, yeah. I should say that. I really don't like going to them. Same. They really stress me out. Uh, the last one I went to, I had to take Valium just to get there. Really? Fucked. <laughs> and painkillers, actually. But um, I don't like going to... I loved my wedding and I was truly happy all day and I didn't even have to have a drink. Like, it was so wow. great. And I miss it all the time. It's five years ago on Monday. I miss it all the time. I like genuinely go, oh, I miss that. I wish we could really? do that again. But everything about my personality suggests I wouldn't be like that. And mm. I think you've just explained to me what it was. We didn't do anything in all the lead-up to it. We did nothing that we wouldn't be comfortable doing. Right. So, like, it wasn't huge.
1: Yeah.
0: We didn't do speeches. We didn't have a top table. Uh, the ceremony was the bare minimum length yeah. that we couldn't get looked at too much. Uh, the officiant that... We did it in Tennessee as well, so it was like, well, that's where we want to do it, so that's fine. Uh, the officiant sent through like what the seven options of the the ceremony, like what she would say. Yeah, yeah. And she basically was like, I've got the numbered one to the seven, seven's the longest, one's the shortest. So we threw away two through seven, took number one and ripped half of it out and okay. sent it back and we went, can we just do that bit please? Nice. And she went, Wow. I mean, it'll only last about four minutes. We're like, Perfect. Yeah, Great, do it. Can we half that? Yeah. What Could you speak faster <laughs> as we get through it? So, you know, we did have, like, I think we ended up with about a six-minute ceremony. Yeah. Um, and then immediately started eating, which I like. like uh, yeah. It was, like, my favourite food. So are we getting somewhere here, then? So I think where we got to is, like, if you if the thing that you don't like normally, if you can design it to be the perfect thing for you but Is is
1: it is it not no, is it is it not that you just do things on your terms? Yeah. Is that what it is? But obviously you've got to be mindful of other people and you've yeah, got to maybe yeah. compromise if the other half or whatever isn't that into whatever yeah. wedding Because it might have been that your wife would have been really into the traditional thing and have been, yeah. a compromise. I'm lucky that her, But then maybe you wouldn't she's have married her yeah. anyway in that, yeah. in that case, right? Yeah. So maybe maybe that's what it is generally. Happiness is more to do with being able to do what you want
0: yeah, within reason. And that is contentment. And maybe getting to... Th- but even getting to that maybe is you have to know yourself and be comfortable with it. Because I think a lot of people... Maybe weddings isn't a thing, but a lot of people do an awful lot of stuff because that's what you're meant to do yeah, definitely. in life. Um, and have not taken enough introspective look to go... Do I want to do
1: that? Yeah, but the problem is that if I just did what I wanted to do,
0: hmm.
1: I would just be asleep.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would
1: just be asleep watching films.
0: Yeah.
1: Watching football. Yeah. And that would be that would be it. Honestly, that'd be it. Yeah. We have. I have a dog. Yeah. Who I think is amazing.
0: Yeah. What's your dog's name? Ruby. Great dog.
1: But if but genuinely, I wouldn't have got the dog. Mm. Because it's Lucy's idea. Lucy wanted the dog, and I love the dog. It's brilliant. Yeah. But if it was up to me, I wouldn't have got a dog. I wouldn't have done anything. I'd have been. I would have just been lay down
0: yeah. for
1: the last ten years in quite a dark room watching
0: yeah. something on TV. That's interesting because you <laughs> already said that you feel awful when you don't feel like you've achieved anything. Mm. But that is like the ultimate. Well, that's no. That's that's that's
1: when I'm not working. Right. So that's right. that's So that other half of my life is an alternative universe here where I have not got married. Had a dog, yeah. and I have just spent all my time not when I'm not working, doing that. Fast what I just asleep. what I just said, yeah. And then the other, the other half would be watching would football. be working, yeah. yeah. But I mean, now part of my job is watching football.
0: Yeah, I mean, you've you, well, that's great. You've carved you've you've carved your career into a, into the the thing that you want to be doing.
1: Yeah, and, and I need to become some sort of sort of sleep expert. Yeah, yeah. And then I can just do that. And there's
0: clinical trials where you just go to sleep yeah. surely. But I've got a baby
1: coming in three weeks, so my, literally my entire life is going to be not sleeping yeah exactly <laughs> the opposite of what I thought would happen but then the other side of things is of course if I was doing that I'd be incredibly depressed at all times yeah yeah so the, the instinctive thing of what you want to do isn't the best thing for you either necessarily
0: well yeah and I think that sleep thing we share that a lot uh, Danny said to me the other day cause I find I'm const- I'm always tired hmm. like, I just always feel tired there's probably something wrong with me yeah. but I'm too afraid of needles to get a blood test but, okay. so we'll forget that but I'm always tired, and when, I, when I'm when i home at the weekend, I'll nod off so easily. Right. And then, like, we were watching a show, and it didn't massively interest me, so I nodded off for 20 minutes of the show. And then what when I show woke was it? up, uh, Discovery of Witches, I think, something like that. It looked all right, but I just well, nodded off. Yeah. And then when I woke up, I looked over at Danny, and she was just like, just looking at me like, oh, that's a shame. Like, <laughs> you are all right? She was like, you sleep your life away. I was like, oh, "Yeah." And then I spent the next four hours feeling... So bad about myself. That's not her fault. She's right. It's because I went, fuck, I am, aren't I? I spend so much time asleep, and yeah. we haven't got that long.
1: Well, but why alive. are we planning?
0: When I get <laughs> I'm planning a quick death, mate. <laughs> 40 latest. Um, no, but like when now? I'm on my deathbed, am I gonna go? God, I wish I'd been asleep more. Yeah. I'm, am I? I am. Do you think so though? Do you think you're gonna get to that point? I don't go, know.
1: I don't, I just don't know. I, I mean I know that. Being asleep all the time is not going to be make me happier. No, but um, I don't know what the alternative is. What just being rejected? <laughs> just, if I'm not asleep, I'm out there being rejected for things.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's only two options: sleep
1: rejection. or rejection. I'll take the sleep. I, I don't know. I, I think generally, to go back to what we said about the wedding, is yeah, you were happy because you you had control over what was going on. You were in mm. you were in a domain which you were comfortable with. Which have been set up that way,
0: yeah, yeah, and you
1: can't necessarily do that with normal life. Right? No, you you can't no. tailor everything to that. Um, mine was not the wedding I necessarily would have had.
0: Right, it was a lot
1: bigger than we wanted. But then we, we wanted to be able to invite certain people, so we couldn't do it abroad. We yeah, would have probably yeah. done that. Yeah, um, but we couldn't do it abroad. So for various reasons, we had a sort of slightly bigger wedding. Yeah, felt like it was out of control, out of my control. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: and I look back on it, and i meant to look back on it and be like, oh, what happy memory! But actually, I didn't enjoy it at the time, and. I I don't enjoy it looking back now. I'm pleased, I'm happy that I married the person yeah, yeah, I married. Yeah, yeah. And that we did it. But I'm not
0: And as... actually that's more important. Oh moment. without a doubt. That's just I one thing I think day. the people that have like the huge wedding and the wedding's the most important thing. And you go, Have you thought about the marriage though? Do you want the yeah. marriage? Mm, not really. That's that, that
1: you're, you're absolutely <laughs> right. That that's people haven't thought past that day. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we were always looking past that day. We weren't. Yeah. We you
0: you wanted the marriage, not the the wedding. Yeah, we
1: we, and, yeah. we we the wedding was good. Objectively the wedding was good. Yes. But uh, I didn't Nothing necessarily... Nothing went wrong. Yeah, exactly. You
0: see, weirdly, at ours, um, everyone was being taken away at the end of ours in a in a bus, a minibus, right. to go back to their hotels, oh, and okay, it crashed. Good. So that wasn't... Sorry, it crashed? <laughs> yeah, it crashed. The huh. guy... It was very dark, and the guy was meant to go left down the yeah, grass Yeah, that's driveway. why you have headlights. But he he was an idiot, basically, and uh. he drove right down the grass and went over the edge at the very steep grass, and ended up crashing into the fence of and the And everyone bar. died. And they're all dead now, so that's a shame. Cause we oh, lost a, a lot of close friends. That is a bummer. Friends. But I've made new friends since. like make you, better know, friends. you and I are you know, really make, you friends. Better um, friends. You make better friends. Had we been friends earlier in our lives, you would mm. have been there and you'd be dead on that I'd bus. I'd be dead right as well. Now,
1: so. sure. you know, I, I'm saying all this stuff like, it sounds like I am unhappy and I'm particularly cynical about this. I'm, I'm really not. Mm. I just think I'm reasonably... I think I'm reasonable. I think these are realistic things to talk about.
0: When you have a nap...
1: Yeah. I don't nap, though. (laughs) I just go balls deep on a sleep.
0: Oh, me too. I call it a nap, but I'm probably the same. A quick nine-hour nap. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Danny will be like, should we have a nap? Uh, Ever since we met, actually, we've always been like, we love a nap together. First thing she
1: said to you. Should we
0: have a fucking nap, actually? Actually, our first proper date was like, we went to Tesco's.
1: Nice. Because I hadn't eaten yet. Well, lucky it girl. Morning.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it a special, very special time. Uh, but we, we've always napped. We nap well together, but it's become more like she doesn't want to waste any time. Mm. So she'll be like, right, 20-minute nap. She'll nod off, set an alarm for 20 minutes. 20 minutes later, she'll go, alarm's gone off, she'll go... Off we go, and I'll be like, uh, "Oh my god, off no, we go!" What do get? Go- uh, th-
1: th- people that want to do stuff, do things. That's what babies do. Babies need to do stuff. I oh,
0: know. We we weren't and we weren't necessarily doing anything better than napping. But she'll be like, "All right, twenty minutes. I'm getting up now. Are you getting up?" And I'll where be are you like, going to go? Where, where yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah. And I, I always go, yeah, just ten more minutes. And then two and a half hours later, she goes, "Seriously, you're not going to sleep tonight?" And I go, "I will, because I'll take a pill and I'll go to sleep." But then, you're so American. I'm so distressed by that. Like even mm. thinking about it now, I'm going, what a waste! What a waste what a of a a life. disappointment I am as a husband. Let's
1: get out there. Let's let's <laughs> get out there today and do do it. Yeah, Whatever it, do it is, do a thing. Whatever it is. But I do stuff. I do I do stuff. I do lots of good stuff.
0: What do you do? What do I do? What do you do? What are you proud of? Um, what have you achieved? <laughs>
1: Oh, God, what is this? What is this podcast? It's absolutely
0: depressing. It's meant to be a joyous experience. It's Um, funny because it's very dictated by the guests. Like, the last one I recorded, everyone was... We were both, like, really elated and pumped up. Who was that with? Uh, Ronaldo Lawrence. He was back in week three when this came out. Um, But it was the last one I recorded, funnily enough. And uh, he was just so, like, full of... um, positivity by yeah. the end I was like oh I feel great I want to go and do something it was really great whereas I feel like by the end of this we're going to be really sad
1: <laughs> this isn't coming out is it? yeah this episode's it, not coming out this
0: will come out like when we're sure that mental health is fine in the community
1: but this isn't no but this is the thing I think it it's, I don't think I am being negative I don't think I am no I not. do lots of stuff I just standard stuff I like going out and t- dog out and I uh, yeah just get shit done.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But the problem is with my job. Yeah. You know, doing comedy and doing sports broadcasting and writing and that sort of stuff is I can't I do find it hard to switch off sometimes. Maybe that's why I like mm. sleeping so much. Yeah. Cuz actually I'm gone then, then I'm I don't have to worry about it's it. It's proper switch off. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. proper switch off. Cuz I can't switch off otherwise. So even if I do do something, I feel guilty like I could I could be doing something here. I could be writing something or thinking of something.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so I spend a lot of time yeah, sleeping or watching films or watching football because it's a bit of escapism yeah
0: yeah do you like drugs I haven't touched a drug
1: for 10 years yeah yeah I used to I had a problem
0: oh right so (laughs) I stopped that yeah yeah
1: so then you realise wow there's so much free time (laughs) when I stopped smoking weed I just remember thinking how what am I supposed to do like what do I do because I used to skin up and then watch a film or something yeah yeah and watch a couple of films three films four films and then you stop doing it and you go, Well, like, I can still watch the films, but it's not the same. And I've yeah. got nine hours so I can go to bed. <laughs>
0: what is this? <laughs> That's and, amazing. Um, I, why do you ask found that? The, anyway? the language around drugs, so I never, I don't do any drugs. I take. Right. Um, Pretty strong painkillers regularly, but because I am in pain all the time, yeah, I've been in pain for twelve years. So
1: what are you have in pain to, with?
0: Uh, I have back pain and uh, potentially fibromyalgia, so I have to take.
1: What's the back pain from?
0: Uh, well, specific... probably fibromyalgia because we don't, no one can oh, right. sort of work out what it but is. But there wasn't a specific incident. No, nah, just right. just just pain constantly. It's like nerve pain. It's like hurts. oh man, well, It's always like fiery. And does that make you happy? Uh, it's real, <laughs> yeah. The painkillers make me quite happy actually. Yeah. Actually, they don't. They make me. Not care, numb. Don't care. Um, I'm on some now. It feels great. Um, I, <laughs> it is a bit wet though in the mouth. It's like dry, so my saliva's going over, overboard. Uh, okay. Uh, the jets are kicking in. Yeah, yeah. This feels. Why similar. did you ask
1: if I if I took drugs?
0: Oh yeah, right. The language around drugs I always find interesting because people are like, you go, I'm getting smashed, I'm getting off my face, I'm getting out of my head, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, it's quite an interesting. I think there's an interesting psychology behind Detaching. that. Detaching. The idea of removing you. It's so like you are the thing you're trying to escape from, almost. It's like yeah. my own thoughts, my own personality. If I can chemically alter yeah. my perception, I don't have to deal with me for a little bit. So, like, while I'm high... And I think it's probably less so with weed, but I think, people you know, people who do a lot of coke or or MDMA or, like, mushrooms and stuff like that, it's probably, like, removing a complete altered reality, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I wonder whether actually the psychology of people who need to do that a lot more is like and actually to the same extent drinking a lot of being i've got to get out of me for a little bit i need an escape from who i am
1: yeah but are you saying that there is a a long-term issue with happiness for those people then
0: yeah, and I think, but it's probably for everyone. It's just not everyone turns to chemicals to mm. do it, and there might be other ways. So, like, I think. Hey, do you think this s-
1: is to, so to interrupt? But no. just to go back to the beginning of the podcast, one of the first things you said was the pursuit of happiness. Do you think that's what that is? Then, yeah. Do you think that everyone is pursuing this idealized version of happiness that yeah. might not even exist? We don't even know what it is.
0: I do, I do, and I think that's why I feel like it's a preoccupation. I think pursuing it is. The, the biggest thing and there's things I'm massively underqualified to even bring up but like the older movement, the ancient movement of thought, of stoicism which was about not pursuing happiness right. about being kind of just being content and just living with the chaos around us and just living in it and okay. just saying that not everything's good but not everything's bad either and like a middle ground it's quite like a zen enough, way of it's going just, about it it's just enough it's just life and it is what it is yeah. um, and that the Stoics you'd you think that people who think like that if they have no goal if they have no ambition they wouldn't get anything done but they actually came up with like they invented a huge amount of things because well, they've got time done. to do it because they're not they're yeah not... but also because maybe they weren't their thought process was not about ambition all the time. I think this is probably like it's probably kicked off in the eighties in in Western culture as well of being the best, striving, yeah. capitalist, consumerist, getting things. But but doesn't, doing all, things, but
1: doesn't all that come from sort of the American dream and?
0: Oh yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that's driven. It's driven the pursuit of happiness. So the American dream is that one of the three things to achieve the American dream is to pursue happiness, right? Mm -hmm. So if that's part of it, that's now spread because most major culture around the world is influenced in some way by America. Yeah. And I think it... It means that it, it's you're always having to drive forwards. You're always having to go upwards, right?
1: Yeah, do better than your parents. Yeah, we've got to do better, do better than, than them. We've got yeah, to do better yeah. than our peers. We've got yeah. to
0: do better. And actually, it's because it feeds capitalism really well. Mm. Because if you're always striving for more, then you'll always buy more, and you'll always earn more, and you'll pay more tax, and you'll.
1: But also, you'll you'll, 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 you'll generate more stuff, and you'll be yeah, more exactly. enterprising, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and I'm not saying it's wrong. And I'm not saying it's right and I'm not really sure, but I can see that the preoccupation of always having to achieve more, do better, can be damaging. From, it takes up, a lot of your, of,
1: takes up a lot of your, of your mental capacity, right? Yeah, yeah. And while you're busy doing that, you're not doing other things.
0: Yeah. You're also not enjoying what you have, I imagine. Like, yeah. You always want the, the better thing. Um, Yeah,
1: I definitely get that. Yeah, I I think
0: uh, um, we often refer to it on this because it's like kind of my inspiration for thinking about it a lot. Darren Brown wrote a book called Happy, which is is kind of exploring a lot of these themes. And again, much more qualified, has done a lot more research, (laughs) has written an amazing book. um, And he wrote a lovely sort of analogy about how we're always trying to climb ladders in Mm. life. That's the metaphor, is like going up the ladder. It's like you're always trying to get to the top and... And the idea of like, well, once you get to the top, what's over the wall, though? Like, what is there? Yeah. Because if you run out of ladder, then what's the goal? Yeah. Um, and he, the thing that I loved that was like so good, I went to see him do a talk about it. He's like, instead of thinking as, as of ourselves as people who always have to climb ladders, maybe we think of ourselves as a frog on a lily pad. Because that's flat, but you can you jump to lily pads and some of them might sink and then you will get a bit wet, but then okay. you'll get out and you'll go to the next lily pad and you can just enjoy it. So it's more of a lateral
1: movement and you can just do different yeah, things yeah. And, and and try different things yeah. rather than this sort of hierarchical goal of yeah, you climb always going up and up. up and up.
0: Because then when you fall down, which is inevitable at some point, like yes. everyone fails. you start at some
1: again, point. inverted commas.
0: Well, you start again, but also it's like the stakes were so much higher mm. because you were on your way up. yeah, And then suddenly, like, and I think, like, it's really, it's really evident in careers like the careers that you have, the careers that I, you yeah, know, that, yeah, that I want to have. I feel like I'm failing all the time, right? But from an objective point of view, that I should take more often, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm doing really well. It's great. Yeah. The company I've been doing it for fifteen years. But it's, it's natural out. to
1: always compare yourself to, yeah, to other people. Absolutely. And you know, that's that is a driving force. A fear of failure is a huge driving mm. force. Yeah, but you know i still wake up in the middle of the night and think like oh man this person who's my age or younger is doing this and yeah. that you know and you, you do you think about it
0: yeah yeah
1: and that definitely doesn't make me happy but yeah but working in the industry that i like working in and now moving over to sports broadcasting as well mm. the idea of that makes me happy i think although even then like every time i actually do a thing yeah i'm sort of full i'm quite an anxious person i'm sort of full yeah, of yeah anxieties of how is it going to go and it never comes across because you know yeah I'm I reasonably I'm reasonably good at what I do yeah yeah and I sort of can hide it
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah quite
1: well but even the stuff we've done together like we've done Marsman versus the people together
0: absolutely wonderful look sure. at
1: looking back at it, it's great yeah, it's, yeah. it's really great and really enjoyed doing it but even yeah. like the day before that I was nervous about doing it so I'm not actually happy mm-hmm. in anything
0: yeah because
1: yeah. that living in the moment thing I tell myself you know you know appreciate what you're doing and yeah Try and enjoy what you're doing, but actually saying it to yourself and actually doing it are two completely different things. Yeah, and I honestly don't think I've ever enjoyed a job.
0: Oh my God,
1: yeah. I, I enjoy. I, I, I is... like getting the job, yeah, and I like having done the job, yeah. But the actual time, I maybe just I'm completely focused on it to the mm. to the detriment of being able to actually enjoy anything. I just want it to be good.
0: How There's do got we to be fix good. that?
1: I've no idea. I don't know if... You probably can, but I don't know.
0: I probably can't. <laughs> but I wish I can't. could, because I care I about you, you deeply as a human being. Thanks and imagine... If you, could add, if you could do the maths of like how much time is not enjoyed.
1: Well, like, I mean, I, I, that's I, awful. I, I'm not gigging as much at the minute. I'm certainly not gigging outside of London very much. Like, I sort of knocked it on the head, the six-hour round trip. Mm. Thing about yeah, family yeah. and stuff now, so yeah. hence the sort of change in career a little bit. Yeah, but I don't think I've enjoyed a gig or, or look. I haven't looked forward to a gig and right. then enjoyed the gig while I've been there for a long time, and so that's sort of part of the.
0: But when you say for a long time, do mm. you remember when you did? Yeah. So what was that?
1: When I wasn't professional. Wow. Yeah.
0: Oh my god! That is. That is heartbreakingly deep. <laughs> there was a moment when you were working to get to a point where it to was... To get to this point. To, to get to a point where it was your profession. Yeah. And now that it is, you don't like it.
1: I, I love the industry and I love yeah. working in it, but it's just, it's just I'm, I'm talking about moments specifically. I, yeah, I, I yeah. don't like, I'm too focused to enjoy it. Mm. And I'm too like, right, just don't fuck this up. Yeah much more so than than let's go and enjoy. There's some people love performing like yeah. people that we know lo- love the gigs, love doing all that. Yeah, yeah. Love everything to do with it. I love the vast majority of it. It's just when I'm actually doing it, I I can't I don't allow myself to enjoy it. Right. And I don't know why that is, but
0: that's yeah. just what it is.
1: And there is something sort of quite sort of perverse about having enjoyed it to get to this point and now being at the point I I don't I don't like those moments. Yeah. But Maybe that's because it's just a, it went from being a hobby to being something else, and mm. and hobbies are fun. That's why you do them. Yeah, yeah. And then it becomes a job, and jobs aren't as fun because you have to do them.
0: Yeah, but imagine it was the other way around, or not the other way around. But imagine we could.
1: Yeah, but you not think like Beyonce or someone like that, huge mm. global world star, multi multi millionaire, does you know? There's days where she's just like, oh fuck this, I can't be asked. Yeah, yeah. I can't be asked to do this. Fifty thousand seater yeah, stadium. Yeah. Like, of course, people have.
0: That. Do you ever see um, that? Really reminds me of the Katy Perry documentary. Do you ever see that? Yeah, that is that scene where Russell Brand. Russell are mad. Tells her that she's getting a divorce. Yeah, and then she has to pop up. Pop up through the stage, in like the pink wig and every and dressed in candy. Yeah, and she is crying. About, I mean, it was like I was weeping. What that was like? Yeah. I can't believe I'm so moved by Katy Perry. Documentary, it was just the saddest thing, but that's like holy shit. And I think that really ad like sums up the nature of performance in of a entertainment, way, like, like, yeah, yeah. Like, and the, it was almost like if you could do that thing where you're like, yeah. you cover your face and you suddenly, because as she comes up from beneath a stage drenched in tears, she just goes and switches on and switches the smile, and you're like, What fuck, a pro! But that entire gig, she must have been. Weep like so, well, sad it'll all just be so muscle memory. She,
1: she's there, but she's not, like, yeah, yeah, you know, she's you're not just the, in the moment, not she? at all. But then, that the, I'd like to be able to live in the moment, I guess, like that, that is mindfulness and mm. whatever. But and maybe, maybe I can do something to, to sort that out. But
0: yeah, do you, have it, you ever had any therapy? Do you want some? We'll do no. it now if you
1: want. No, I'm all right.
0: Do some hypnotherapy
1: <laughs> 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 Is that good for a podcast?
0: Yeah, I actually, uh, I used to do a podcast with my friend Max. Uh, called Podativity, years ago, and one of the episodes, I think it was five, I hypnotised him. That was the whole... It was the most boring podcast. <laughs> it was just a man talking very slowly and quietly to another man. Hypnotizing an entire audience. Didn't say anything. Um, I put a warning on it to not drive. Now, he is in two minds whether he was hypnotised or not, but then most people who have ever been hypnotised are. And I'm not sure that it worked, but... Um,
1: I know how, how to did do you, it. How, yeah, but how did you learn how to do it? Uh,
0: I've read lots and lots of books on it and watched oh, lots okay. of sort of uh, um, tutorials and I've right. spoken to hypnotists about different methods and stuff like that. But uh, it's really hard to know whether you've really done it because hypnosis isn't what it's made out to be. Right. And partly the reason it's not made out, what it's made out to be, is because. Part of the effect is believing it's bigger than it really is. Okay. But all it really is is mindfulness, effectively, but it's just you're not necessarily in the driver's seat. Okay. So, like, it's going on a fully focused subconscious journey within yourself, but I am behind the wheel going, don't worry, I'll get you there safely. Right. It's kind of that. It's like you're being led, but you're doing the work, really.
1: Um, okay.
0: But it's ha- very hard to know unless you're really. Confident and experienced in it, whether your subject is really yeah. hypnotised. Because lots of people who are hypnotised will come out of it and go, I wasn't. Won't well,
1: necessarily know, no. yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, going forwards with, we're in a, at the moment we've got essentially an, an epidemic of a, a mental health crisis, you probably call yeah. it at the moment. Yeah, Suicide rates are nuts and yeah. people are feeling detached or whatever. Yeah. Uh, especially young men. Something like yeah. the biggest killer, eighteen to forty, is yeah, suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you What do you think happens in the next fifty years with this? Do you think we get more American and we start um, self-prescribing, or do you think we do you think therapy is introduced into something in the curriculum, maybe, or, or, yeah. or you know, extracurricular? But every school's got a therapist. Yeah. How, how do you see it going? Do you see it as being um, culturally? There's a shift where we talk about this stuff. I mean, I think it's starting to happen now, isn't it? People yeah, are talking yeah. about it more openly. But what has to happen and what do you think will happen in, 50, in the next 50 years? Oh, 50 I years is an know. arbitrary number, but it, it seems to be like yeah, re, yeah. it will be not, not that long away.
0: I think you have to try and look at it pragmatically as what happens. Okay, if you take, let's say we're at a midpoint just for argument's sake, of a 100 years, of, yep. like, there's been 50 years up to this point, during which we've gone through uh probably more like 60 or 70 years, but during which we've gone through, we didn't know that OCD exists, we didn't know all of these things. Mental illness was treated by locking people in padded cells, giving them electric shocks, yep. uh, pretty barbaric treatment, uh, de- all the way through to lobotomies. Yep. Um, as little as 50 years ago, but maybe a bit more, maybe. Um and if we're at a midpoint, or where do we get to in 50? Okay, shift the analogy. Where were we 50 years ago treating cancer? And yeah. where will we be in 50 years treating cancer? Um, and I think you have to look at it in the exact same way. It's like this is a medical issue. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is that it's, it's a medical issue that can't be put under a microscope and physically identify it because with cancer you can go that lump yeah. will multiply and be tum- uh, uh, cancerous. But know?
1: but but also conceptually, I mean, it's so different. Like you say, I mean you've got a tangible thing there that you mm-hmm. have to get rid of if it's a tumour or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: But with this, I suppose to get the suicide rates down, one of the things is to make people not suicidal. Yeah. But there's a difference between between being not suicidal and being happy.
0: Yeah. There's yeah. a
1: huge difference there, isn't there? So I guess we we can't really agree on. We don't. No one can really agree on what mm. happiness is. Yeah. So I can't imagine that we're going to be able to have therapy for people to make them happy mm. because that is something that can only come from yourself.
0: Yeah.
1: So I don't know. I mean, I think there's we're definitely in the right direction, and I think it's going to go yeah, yeah. much better as we go on. I hope it does. But I don't know.
0: I think it not being it. Uh, the it continuing to not be something to not speak about is definitely going in the right direction. Mm. Um, and I think like we're still a huge way off that. Um, I always think of the analogy of like, obviously I work for myself so I don't have to call in sick, but like people, hundreds of people I know, when they call in sick because they physically are so depressed mm. or so anxious that they cannot get out of bed dress themselves and get to work. Mm. This happens with lots of people. Mm. And they will always call in and say, I've got a terrible migraine. Yeah. Or my foot hurts. You're not going to say it's a mental thing. I've got diarrhea. They'll say anything. Diarrhea in many ways, you could be like, that's a lot more embarrassing. Now Mm. my boss is going to imagine that I'm sat on the toilet shitting myself all day with liquid feces, right? You would rather say that than say, do you know what? I am so physically exhausted from my own sense of sadness Mm. because in some way yeah culturally we're just not there yet yeah but like you say we're going in the right direction and i think it's just got to keep being more open so that like so that we get to a point where everyone can feel as comfortable about telling their boss they've got a bad stomachache as they have about they've got a bad Headspace, whatever that may be, no, the, the... and from that point, going all right. Well, there's a cure. There, not a cure, but there is. There's treatment you can do for that, and that doesn't mean necessarily medication. But there is something that you can do today to try and alleviate the symptoms of that. And if that's it's all right, take the day off, close down your emails, don't mm-hmm. look at social media, perhaps go for a walk with the dog. Yeah, whatever that may be for you, being open enough as a society and being like knowledgeable about it enough to go, ah, I recognise the symptom, Mm -hmm. I know what's going to work to help me get over that symptom, off I go and do that. And I don't need to feel... Because I think if you have to call in sick to work because because you feel physically unwell from sickness or a headache, you don't feel like... um, You don't go... Yeah, I feel I've not achieved work because of that. Mm. You don't feel like you've let someone down. You go, Well, I'm sick, so can't be
1: helped. It... The problem a lot of employers would have is that it is open to people taking the piss. Yeah. You can just yeah. go, I just feel.
0: Our pizza's here. By I just the way, feel the down
1: or whatever. I and mean, that's not enough, right? Yeah, yeah. For some cynical employer. I mean, yeah. And that will happen, but you've got to also trust that most people mm. are pretty sound and pretty yeah. good and they wouldn't do that. You'd always get the odd. Person pulling a sickie like people do anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but I guess yeah, this is one of those exactly things. The right? They do it anyway. They do it anyway, so. yeah.
0: Yeah. I, you know, you can call in and say, I'm throwing up, and you haven't, but you mm. just want to go out and play mini golf. That's fine. <laughs> go and play mini golf, mate. Don't pay Maybe no work actually there. you feel really, maybe that is, maybe in those situations, people think they're pulling a sickie, but that's because they're not honest about their own mental health enough. And they don't they they need to they have a they can't
1: day off. face going to work.
0: Yeah. And they need to go and play mini golf. And maybe the biggest problem there is that the work is making them Mm. seriously unhappy, which is the point. Yeah. Stop going to work. (laughs) Now, this is something that we've brought up before, and we'll wrap this up in a second because our food's here, but I do think something interesting in that globalization, automation, and artificial intelligence will probably, in a matter of some short years, if... The Earth survives climate change will probably mean that jobs won't be done and so that we'll have to completely change our culture from uh, which is what it's been since the industrial revolution so about
1: automation will take over human human yeah. jobs
0: uh, and, and we talk about that now because we're terrified that there won't be enough jobs for the there will be jobs, right? there'll be jobs well my feeling is that you go beyond there will be jobs and you go there won't be jobs but it won't matter because we won't be driven culturally in the same way. Like our society will have to, it will probably have to fall apart in order to be rebuilt as something completely different that we have no comprehension of Mm. yet, which is industrial revolution comes along, people go, ah right, okay, if you you train at a thing, you're educated, you train at a thing, you do the thing, you'll be rewarded with money, which you then spend, buy other things, put it back into the system and it goes round and round. Capitalism is born, it works, to an extent, um, gets abused, whatever. We create things that do all the jobs for us. Maybe There will be, I think, the human race will get to a point where we are no longer required to achieve things in return for money and reward, so we will just get up in the morning and do exactly what we're going to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, whenever you sort of read about automation and robots and stuff from science fiction it was always because the robots would do the work of the person and therefore the person wouldn't have to work mm. but actually sort of what's happened quite a lot so far is that automation has just meant that the prices stay the same for yeah. everything and yet people don't have any industry to go into
0: yeah yeah
1: you would hope that the jobs will be there through engineering and servicing those you know millions and millions of robotics yeah but as it currently stands, because uh capitalism is the way it is, and I'm absolutely pro-capitalist by the way, yeah, yeah. but as you say, it's open to abuse. Yeah. And if you are Jeff Bezos, you can just go, well, I'll just get robots to do it then and yeah, then yeah. just fuck them off. Fuck well, off that's the humans. Because
0: I think we're in a transitional period that could last 150 years or so. Yeah. But it's a transitional period where AI, robotics, automation doesn't fit the current model, but it's already here. Yeah. So we're now in this like really, really tumultuous ethical period well, where it's like, how do we fit that into this? I, I well, wonder. Probably what we have to do is go get rid of this, the capitalist like industrial model. Go, okay, so from now on, machines do work and we have fun.
1: Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wonder like, so we're having a kid in a few weeks and I just wonder like even in, you know, 20 years, mm. what is the job marketing going to look like yeah, for yeah. them and how will that impact on their happiness and their yeah, mental health. I suppose, I know it's quite a Disney way to sign off, but really happiness, however you want to define it, that's sort of all that really matters. If if we accept that happiness is, is comprised of things like um, professional uh, circumstances, uh, home life, friendship group, whatever you want to, you know, health, then that is the most important thing still, and whether that becomes, whether that's um, in 20 years, a result of a positive result of them not working because the robots are, or it could go the other way and be right. that they can't get work and that spirals everyone into an absolute. If we think we've got a mental health crisis now, imagine what it's like then.
0: Yeah. Then I don't know. But yeah. that,
1: that's the most important thing, really, is is getting that together.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's a lovely way to sign off. And I'm, I feel <laughs> elated and joyful. Uh, one thing I do think about you saying that you're having your kid. Yeah. I don't think your kid's going to learn to drive.
1: Um, I, think no, I wouldn't have thought so.
0: Kids learn to drive at 17. That's done, isn't it? 17 years. Automated cars. Definitely.
1: I think that's done. I think five years. I think yeah, five yeah. years you'd be able to, yeah, not touch It'd the steering be wheel.
0: Pointless, wouldn't it? Yeah. Pointless learning to drive. So that's fun. Driving you know? makes me happy. So that's, yeah. that's the one thing go I've got. You not that kind of stress, Willie. That
1: was stress, <laughs> The one really. thing I like, driving, <laughs> I know, taking imagine, that away from me.
0: <laughs> imagine this, right? Yep. You're still in the car, yes. you've got the funky cockpit, which I know you like the funky cockpit, right? Yes. But. Go on. you can sit in the back recline hmm. watch football and fall asleep all oh, right yeah you got yeah that's fine
1: life life, finds a life way. is life is happiness happiness is this podcast
0: yeah thank you very much love thank you. You.